You're listening to the Calm Mind Confident Life podcast, full of guided meditations, relaxation audios, and an abundance of tips from inspiring people around the globe. This podcast is here to help you cultivate calm and embrace the power and freedom of believing in yourself. With your host and founder of Value Your Mind, Natalie Keeley. Welcome back to December's episode. I can't believe that I'm saying it's December because it's just, it's crazy for me to think that it's been a year since last December. Um, I mean, it's crazy on one hand, but then on the other hand, so much has also happened. So when I think back to the beginning of the year, that does seem like ages ago. Um, so yeah, it's a weird one. It feels like so much has happened and yet it feels like it has gone probably the fastest year yet. I don't know if anyone else shares in this feeling. I'm sure you guys do. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy one. <laughs> but recently I've actually had to slow down, um, because I've had some minor surgery and so I've had to take some enforced time to stop and recover. So in contrast to the rest of the year that has been go, 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 actually the last couple of weeks for me has been a lot slower. Um, and It actually was quite hard initially to get into the pace of slowing down, even though I knew that I needed to in order to heal and to recover. um, My brain just kept working. You know, it's that kind of guilt thing of, oh, but I've got this time. I should be doing X, Y, Z, but actually not recognizing or maybe ignoring the fact that I am doing a lot I'm recovering and that is a that is a big thing it's one of the most important things that there is really um so yeah it 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 got me thinking about the importance of taking time to recover and taking time to heal and how we often neglect that. We often neglect ourselves that time to heal, whether it's from physical injury, health illness, or emotional stuff, or, you know, anything really. We just kind of try to, I don't know, kind of move on quite quickly, I think, Um, maybe because it's hard to, to stop and to really process and to to really heal because that means recognizing some level of vulnerability um but but actually it is really important you know because these things if we don't take that time to heal now these things do come back in later later life whether it's it comes back within your relationships or it comes back within your body um, and struggling to do things, you know, maybe uh, illness comes back or, or whatever, you know, if you haven't taken that time to heal, then um, it, it does resurface. And I also think that this time of year is a kind of crescendo point And sometimes it actually feels a little counterintuitive. What I mean is that instead of actually taking a chance to to stop and heal and process and recover from all that stuff that the year has thrown at us, all that go, go, go that we've been doing, we instead become even more busy. Um, and we already start thinking about our goals for the next year in the form of, you know, New, New Year's resolutions or whatever. And I wonder whether 
instead of making goals for the next year, instead we should actually be using some more time to heal, to stop, to recover from the year, you know, to actually allow ourselves that space to think, hey, you know, this was a full-on year. I've done a lot. I've been through a lot. And I just need to take a moment to heal from that. You know, it might not have just been it might not have been bad things. I, I I hope it wasn't wasn't all bad things. Um, there's good things as well that happen, but all these good and bad things take their toll on us. Um, you know, and if I think about this recent thing with this my surgery, it's a good thing that I've had this surgery, um, but it's still taking its toll because my body still needs to heal after it. You know, um, so yeah. So I just I I was thinking about this and. I thought maybe if instead we thought about taking some time over this holiday period to heal, then maybe we would move into the next year feeling a little less burnt out, more and more energized and more able to um, think about new goals, new aspirations and things like that and just be ready for whatever the next year and the challenges that next year brings. And of course, the issue that always comes up whenever I think about or suggest to people about taking chance, time to stop, to pause, to heal, whatever it is, is time. Time is the biggest issue. And I've talked about this on previous uh, previous episodes too. But that's why specifically today, I wanted to talk to you about the tool of using meditation to heal. Because... Meditation is something that we can easily slip into our daily routines, into our lives, and it is a great way of getting around that lack of time issue that we all experience, Um, but it also has some really, really powerful um, positive results on the process of healing from not only from an emotional level, but also a physiological level. There is so much research out there that now shows how the brain and the body responds to meditation and how healing it actually is. So in this episode, I wanted to talk to you about some of the science behind why meditation can help us heal if we regularly practice it. And also I'm going to share with you a healing meditation which I hope at the end of listening to this episode and hearing about the science of why meditation can help you heal, um, that you will then consider uh, taking some time over this holiday period to start practicing meditation. And hopefully this meditation that I share with you at the end is a perfect um, practice that you can start straight away. And maybe if you if you are able to get into the routine of it, I would recommend trying to start it now, um, as in today, so that you've then got a good couple of weeks before January comes where you can then reassess and notice and observe if this this process of meditating has been a helpful tool for you to use in the process of healing and de-stressing and recovering from um, from the, the, the past year. So as you all know, I am a massive advocate of meditation. Obviously, this is a lot what this podcast is about. 
Um, and we all know that meditation is good for us because it, it gives us that chance to stop and to to pause um, and to be in the present moment. And everyone knows, you know, with F, it's all talked about a lot in the news and, and in the media and, and everywhere, really, in conversations you overhear it about the importance of being present and how important that is for our, for our minds and our bodies. But... As I mentioned, there is also some real science behind why meditation is such a great thing. And um, some of that science is around how there's been research done um, in how meditation has helped people heal from significant chronic pain, um, from heart problems, mental health concerns... Uh, and yeah, this isn't just speculation or personal reports. This is, you know, this has been proven in in endless research that has been conducted over the over the years. So one reason is meditation lowers our blood pressure. Now, this is a big one because when our body is under any form of stress, um, then our sympathetic nervous system is in overdrive. So our sympathetic nervous system is what controls um, our our ability to react to things. Um, it's our it kind of mobilizes us to react to um, certain things in our lives, so certain stressful events. So it kind of sets us up into this fight or flight response. So you'll feel your heart rate rise. You'll maybe kind of you know become um, more more tense in your body. Um, your, your nervous system is reacting, it's amping you up and it's activating significantly strong feelings in your body. So when we, and, and this in turn obviously then increases your heart rate, your blood pressure, etc. But when we practice meditation, we counteract the impact of the sympathetic nervous system. So what we do is we tell the body to slow down. We apply the opposites to all this kind of um, increasing of the heart rate and um, the sensitivity of the nervous system. Instead, what we do is we soothe it. And we do this by activating the parasympathetic nervous system. And the parasympathetic nervous system is the opposite of the sympathetic. So if the sympathetic is there to kind of amp you up, to, you know, get you going, the parasympathetic nervous system is there to do the opposite to that. It's there to encourage you to slow down and to rest and to recover. So when we meditate, we're activating that parasympathetic nervous system. Now, uh, I'm actually sharing a blog on exactly what we've talked about, what I'm talking about in this podcast. And in the blog is a website which explains a lot about parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. So um, I would recommend that you go over to the blog and have a have a watch of that video because um, that will help you understand it a little bit more. And I'll share the link to the blog in, in the show notes. 
So the next thing that meditation helps with in terms of the healing is that it improves our memory. Now, I love this one because I have got a pretty shit memory. (laughs) Um, So when I heard about this, I was like, great, I'm going to be doing meditation every day. (laughs) Uh, But the way it works is basically they have done loads of research that shows on, I guess, x-rays and and things like that, Um, or maybe not x-rays, I don't know what, but anyway, they've shown that meditation activates the memory muscle in our brain, and this is the area that's called the cerebral cortex, and it does this by increasing blood flow to this area, and this area is responsible for things like concentration and memory, as I mentioned, and What happens is when the blood flow goes to that area, it increases the capacity that that brain has in the the ability to store information. And so when what they've they've noticed in doing studies on people is that when people are practicing meditation, those areas of the brain light up. So it shows that that area is working really, really well. So that is just something that kind of, yeah, I, I love this, this element, this kind of um, element of how meditation can help us heal. Because as I said, I I, uh, I myself suffer from a, a poor memory. So the more I can improve my memory, the better. But of course, as we get older, our memory deteriorates even further. So if you can find any way of counteracting that, then then I'd say it's a good thing. Now, the next thing is meditation helps us develop more self-awareness. This is something that actually most people would probably experience after maybe one or two practices of meditation. Because what happens is when you meditate, you are bringing your awareness into your body, into your mind and into the moment. So of course, naturally, then you start to have more self-awareness. But Science has actually shown that people, when they practice meditation regularly, are able to have more um, understand more the relationship between the body and between the body and the mind and the interplay that happens. So, what I mean by this is that if something happens in our mind, it impacts our body, and if something happens in our body, it impacts our mind. And as soon as we understand this and have an ability to very quickly recognize what's happening within this interplay, we can then act on it. We can make positive changes to help counteract any kind of issues that are coming up or you know any stress that's happening on the body or the mind we can then counteract it because we notice it more we're more aware of it happening so it's a simple one but it's also a really really key element of why meditation is is so healing for us now the next one um i think is an extra special one <laughs> because this is Meditation has actually been shown to decrease the inflammatory chemicals in the brain. And I just think this is just amazing, really, Um, because inflammation, chronic inflammation is actually considered to be the root of most health problems, you know, including mental health problems, but also physical health as well. Um, It's it's considered to be, yeah, the, the kind of 
foundation and a major uh, factor in many many of these um, illnesses that, and health problems that you you would have heard about, including depression, dementia, um, stress, uh, heart problems, you know, brain brain issues like that. Just just everything, a whole host of things. Inflammation is is a root problem, and so the fact that meditation can actually change the chemicals in our brain to decrease the impact that these health illness these health issues can have on us is just yeah it just I just think it's amazing it it blows my mind (laughs) um so if that's not a reason in itself just to practice meditation then I, I don't know what is really But there are many more reasons why meditation is healing, which I go into in a bit more depth over on the blog. So as I mentioned before, if you are interested in finding out a little bit more, then head over there and have a read. Also on there are some links to research papers that just show a bit more about the evidence behind some of the stuff that I've talked about on here. Otherwise, I will leave you now with this meditation that I've created to really draw on that healing element. This meditation is perfect for anyone. So even if you're a complete newbie to uh, to meditation, then don't worry. You can pick this up straight away and begin practicing. You can also make it as short or as long as you want. So if you want to make it more of an extended version, you can just press pause and kind of just repeat the process of the meditation until you feel ready to come out of it. But as I said before, if you can start practicing this and really make it your little bit of focus, your little bit of you healing space through this holiday period, then I really do think that you'll notice the benefits come January. I think and I hope that you will feel that little bit more lighter and just more space re-energized rather than that kind of burnt out feeling that we all get when, when January comes. So yeah, as I said, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode and find this meditation helpful. And I will look forward to chatting to you all in the new year. In the meantime, if you are starting to practice meditation and have any questions at all for me, then do feel free to shoot them over or share your experiences in our Facebook group or on Instagram or any other kind of area or space that you want to use to chat to me. I would love to hear from you all. Otherwise, have a great Christmas and New Year and I will speak to you in January. To begin, you just want to find a space where you're not going to be disturbed. And ideally, I would ask you to sit on the ground with your spine nice and straight. So cross-legged is a great way to do this. But for some people, I know this does feel uncomfortable. So if it does, don't stress, just lie down or find another position to sit in. Whatever feels comfortable, that's the most important thing. 
Secondary to that is this idea that we want to try and keep the spine nice and straight. And the reason to this is so that there's no blockages for the energy. So it's that idea that we're rooting down to the earth and we're rooting up to the sky. So the energy can flow nicely through the pathways up through the spine. So once you've, once you've found that position, and pause if you feel you need some more time, just take a moment to gently scan through your body. And starting the position at your toes, starting the awareness at your toes, you're going to gradually, very gradually, work your way up through your legs, hips, back, your tummy, your chest, your shoulders, all the way to your head. So you're going to start by your toes and end at your head. And as you move through, you're just gently scanning the body and observing it, noticing how it feels. Maybe there's points where you feel pain or tension. Try not to get stuck on those points. Just be aware of it and then move to the next part of the body. Just allowing that awareness to flow freely and slowly up from the toes all the way up through each body part. And lastly, to the head. Now everyone starting to come to that place at the top of the head, the crown of the head. Making your awareness move up to that space. Just pausing here for a moment. If you're seated, just growing a little bit taller, imagining that the energy is coming out through the crown of your head. You lift your heart space, you lift the crown of the head. And then with that same awareness, just moving it gently down to your heart space. Now in yoga, we refer to this as the center point of the chest. This is what's called your heart chakra. So just moving your attention, your awareness to that center point of the chest. To your heart chakra. The heart chakra is the place of healing, of self-compassion, and of course of love. It's from this point, this place, that all other areas of the body are cared for. On a physiological level, through the blood that the, the heart pumps to the rest of the body and the mind but also on an emotional and energetic level. 
The heart is the place that holds the ability to heal. To heal things that feel almost impossible to heal. It holds forgiveness and kindness. It holds love. So with all your attention on this space, begin to allow the breath to fill the lungs and the area around this heart. Breathe into the back of the heart and the front and the sides and take five full heartfelt breaths here. Really breathing expansive breaths into this space. Inhaling fully and exhaling fully. Maybe as you move through the final couple of breaths, just expanding that little bit more, seeing if you can breathe in a little bit more and release on the exhale just that little bit more. When you've done your five breaths, allowing the breath just to come back to being an easy, natural breath. So what I mean by this is just allowing the breath to come in as it wants to and come out as it wants to. You're not forcing or changing it. But keep your focus on the heart space, on that heart chakra and begin to visualise the colour green. This is the colour of our heart chakra and in turn it is the colour of healing. So allow it to feel warm and open like the sense of healing does. That openness, that inviting feeling. Maybe it's a beautiful bright green colour like grass in nature or the leaves of flowers and trees. Visualise that green colour as a healing colour, as a compassionate colour. And with every exhale breath, Allow that green to expand out from the heart into the other areas of your body. Watch as this warmth spreads through your whole body on your exhale breath. Every inhale breath is giving the heart more energy 
to send more healing and love to the rest of the body. And every exhale breath, that colour is just flooding through. That healing is just flooding through. Maybe there is an area in your body that needs a little bit more attention, more care, more kindness today. Wherever that place is, just allow that exhale breath and the warmth and kindness of this green colour to flood that space. And if you would like, you can introduce a mantra on the exhale breath. I am healing myself. So repeating with every exhale breath in your mind, I am healing myself. If this feels too much and you just want to concentrate on the visualization of the color green, then just do that. But if you want to add another layer, just on the exhale breath, I am healing myself. Every exhale breath, that warmth of the green colour filling all corners of your body. I am healing myself. If you wish to pause this and continue the process for a little bit longer, then do feel free. Otherwise, for everyone else, just bringing the awareness back to your heart space. And beginning to take a big breath into the back of the heart. Then a long exhale breath out. And then a big breath into the front of the heart. And a long exhale out. And now one full deep breath into the back and the front and the sides of the heart. And then just releasing the practice on the exhale breath. 